Searching for restaurants to eat at earlier in the week, especially on a Monday, can feel impossible. Staffing shortages, inflation, and other costs of doing business are making eateries all over Portland prioritize opening closer to the weekends, which, you know, typically bring in more customers. So today on CityCast Portland, Brooke Jackson Glidden, editor at Eater Portland, is sharing her picks on where to find top-rated eats at the start of your week. It's Monday, July 17th. I'm Claudia Meza, and this is what Portland's talking about. Brooke, thank you so much for being here. Hi. Always fun to be here. So, you know, we all know most restaurants uh, are only open now Thursday through Sunday, and which is kind of hard for me because Mondays are hard. Mondays are really hard. And sometimes <laughs> weekends are crazy. You didn't buy food. You didn't do your weekend duties. And so you're just like, all right, what am I going to eat? And nothing's open. So I don't know. Like, where do you go? Like, what what should we do? Yeah, I think when it comes to like, I am so tired. I really just want something that is going to make me feel like excited for the week. I really, really like going to Oma's, um, Oma's Hideaway uh, off Division. I think it's just one of those places that just immediately puts you in a good mood. And it's open now every day for both lunch and dinner. So like if you want an excuse to do something fun mid-work day, there's like a thing you could do or you can kind of like go for dinner and have it feel like a party. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. What about it makes you feeling better than when you walked in? Oh, man. I think that everything really in that space makes it feel like a party. Um, You know, you have this sort of like under the sea disco vibe in terms of the interiors. You have like popping boba jello shots. You know, you have like all those sort of fun stuff. You get slushies, really fun cocktails. But then like beyond that, the food is super good. So, you know, like... I can go in there and if I'm just like, it's me, I'm just going for myself. I'll often get like one order of the roti with that really, really good curry. It's like a squash parsnipy curry and you like dunk it in there. And like, it's the flakiest roti in the world. I I love it so, so, so much. And like, really, I could probably just eat that and be set. But if I'm doing like a full meal, um, their laksa is super good. They've had it on for a while. It's like a really rich laksa. So for those unfamiliar, it's like a shellfish curry noodle soup. So this one is like, again, like a, it's got this really nice balance of sweetness, the coconutty sweetness and like shellfish. And it's like piled with noodles and shrimp and tofu. And it's just like, uh, it's like absolute comfort food and super, super tasty. I'm getting so hungry, Brooke. Um, <laughs> so Let's talk about your picks uh, for just early week dining. I know I said Monday, but it's usually just like Mondays, Tuesdays, Wednesdays. You're just like, what am I going to do? But I'm thinking we should break it down by neighborhood. Totally. Yeah. So because I'm biased, let's start with North and Northeast Portland. Yeah, I have that same bias. So that's (laughs) easy for me. Um, I think, again, like this is one of those, I want it to be easy. I want it to be delicious. I want it to maybe like supply lunches for the week, potentially. Mm -hmm. Um, I order a pizza like during my lunch break from Lovely's for takeout. Um, you can go in there and actually going on a Monday is pretty smart. You know, Lovely's, especially since they've had their chef's table episode. Um, it's just, it's a, it's a line. You know what I mean? There is almost always a wait now on the weekends and the vibe in there is like so relaxed family neighborhood restaurant. 
you forget that I think sometimes when you think about like all the accolades and stuff, but it's like actually just like really cozy and beautiful in there. The thing that people forget is that like Lovely's whole menu slaps. So like you can get soup or salads there and just have your mind blown. Like the pizza's <laughs> good, but like everything is good. Sometimes I like to go just to find out what's in season. <laughs> yeah, totally. Right. Or how to eat something. Like I'm like, oh, I would have never known about this random vegetable had I not, you know, yeah. shown up. Um, is that the only place uh, that you would suggest for Mondays in the North and Northeast? Oh, no, definitely. There, I mean, there's so much there, right? Um, a ton of places on Williams, if you're going to go sort of, again, like moving a little bit farther east, um, including like Eam or um, XLB. Um, Kumba, for those who don't know, uh, on Alberta. Just like, again, these hearty, beautiful pasta dishes that are simultaneously really creative mm-hmm. um, and really comforting. I just really love that space. Again, quieter on Mondays. I think that's like going to be a theme. Basically, when you're going to some of these restaurants that are like kind of quote unquote buzzy mm-hmm. and you're going on a Monday, the vibe is so much quieter. It's so much more relaxed. It's so much easier to get in. And like it also can be really, really nice, like reliable for a weekly kind of thing. So, like, yeah, they make their own burrata and they'll, like, do it with, like, fry bread. That's super good. Cool. What about Southeast? Okay. So, bear with me here. I think that in Southeast, I mean, there's a million options in Southeast. Really? Why can't I ever find a month? Like, is it because I live in St. John's? Yeah, probably. (laughs) But I think, like, and also it's, like, maybe not what you're immediately thinking of. Um, So, again... Treat yourself. I feel like you should go to Nimblefish. I love Nimblefish. I think they make some of the best sushi in town. And it's like, what a lovely way to start your week. To like go in, sit at a sushi counter and just be spoiled rotten. Mm -hmm. Everything they do there is really fascinating and really interesting. They sort of like pull all of this nuance out of the fish through like curing and preserving and and various sort of um, anime style techniques. And it's just like, oh, what a treat. Um, okay, you still want something kind of nice, but you are not really in a sushi mood. Okay, Omens, also open on Mondays. Okay, Omens is open on Mondays. Why are we even doing this episode, Brooke? Everything's <laughs> open on Mondays. It's it's because I think, so like historically and, and like in the pandemic, everything really shut down, labor shortage, yada, yada. I think that like that absolutely remains the case. But I think that people have started to step up again. People are starting to feel their table. So you're seeing places starting to kind of ramp up again to being open every day. Mm -hmm. But I would still say there are places that you think of still that that sweet spot of like a Wednesday through Saturday Mm -hmm. kind of open. So you have to put some thought into it. But there are options out there. What it sounds like is like, hey, what's the nicest restaurant I can think of right now that I would that I couldn't get into on a Friday? Let's roll the dice. Are they open on Monday? Let me Google it. That yeah. sounds like a, a pretty good plan. Something, to be honest, that is sounds so simple and I've never done, Brooke. <laughs> it is. Well, it's, it's, you know, it's so funny because people always text me and they'll be like, where would I go for dinner on a Wednesday night in Southwest or whatever? And like, I'll end up looking at my own maps because my brain just freezes. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. So I would say, again, so OK Omens, beautiful Monday night restaurant. Again, bowl of pasta, glass of wine, bada boom, bada bing, etc. Um, or... Maruti would be my other option for like Indian takeout because I love it so much. Um, it's 
exclusively vegetarian. I think that, in my opinion, it's one of my favorite spots for, like, the classics um, in terms of takeout. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. like, a, your your butter, not chicken, or more like tikkas. Um, really, really well done. Um, and, again, vegetarian. Um, really vegan-friendly, too, for those who need it. So, Nimblefish Maruti on uh, in Southeast? Yeah. And what about Southwest? In Southwest, I'm going to say go get some Chinese food. So you could go to Duck House. Oh, Duck House is so good. I know it's so good. But it'll get like mobbed by college students. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it can be, I don't know. I, I feel like I go in some days and it's like empty and I go in some days and there's like a mega line. And like, again, it's just like piles of college kids with like steamer baskets. And if Duck House is too busy for whatever reason, Tasty Corner Um mm. This has been one of those places that kind of like opened, I don't want to say quietly. I mean, it, it was like end of 2022-ish, I think. Um, Gary the foodie and I are both proponents of its Mapu Tofu is like one of the strongest in town. And I love Mapu Tofu. It's one of my favorite dishes. I also love Mapu Tofu. It's one of my favorites. Yeah. So Tasty Corner does a really, really good one. It's nearby. And they have like one of those menus that will like please the person who's like, I just want like orange chicken and I don't want to be judged for it. Mm-hmm. Or the person who is like <laughs> looking for like Chongqing chicken or whatever, like something more in the sort of Sichuan space. Right. Can I gripe real quick? I'm ready for a gripe. I Do you remember Lucky Strike? No, I think it's before my time. You weren't born yet. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm i not quite that young. <laughs> it was like 2012, bro. You're okay. Like, you're like I was. I was a. Chi- I was. A I was child. an infant. I was an well, infant. Well, I, I wasn't living here. <laughs> okay. I, in 2012, I was in Boston, Massachusetts. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. So there was this uh, Chinese restaurant called Lucky Strike. Did they did the most amazing like fire chicken? But what I loved the most was their was their gandan noodles. And yeah. to this day, I have not found any Chinese restaurant in town that comes close to their dandan noodles. Every Ugh. bowl of dandan noodles has been a little bland, not enough, um, you know, of that numbing spice. Yeah. Uh, so, but I haven't been to Tasty Corner. What, have you had their dandan noodles there? I don't know if I have had their dandan noodles. Um, they do like these sort of like shaven noodles. So they're like thicker and chewier. I bet they're pretty good, but I do think that like, it really depends. I had a, a dandan noodle that I found very perplexing recently. <laughs> In so town? I know this, yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to mention a name. I'm yeah. going to be be kind today. Maybe. We'll see. Um, but I think that I just, I noticed that too. And like dandan noodles, like that's like a perfect dish as far as I'm concerned. Especially with an egg. And that's another thing is I always have to be like, can I have a fried egg on it? And they're just like, uh, yeah. And I'm like, yeah. come on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Give me a fried egg. Um, the one I had had a fried egg on it but it was like super overcooked. Like it was like a, a, a Frisbee or a hockey puck. This is bumming Just me like, out. Let's stop talking yeah. about the <laughs> lack of good Dan Dan noodles in Portland. Yeah. Okay. So Tasty Corner and Duck House. Uh, what else in Southwest? Anything else? Oh man. I mean, those were my immediate thoughts. Um, you have the benefit of hotel restaurants to a certain extent mm. where it's like, again, they have to be open for... <laughs> the people who are traveling there. Um, oh, I never thought about that. Yeah. Yeah. So like a, a place like Bullard is going to be open um, on a Monday night. It's a nice spot. It can feel really special if you're like looking for a little moment. All right, let's take a quick break here. And when we come back, let's talk about the best places that open earlier in the week in the Northwest neighborhoods. 
Hey, it's John from CityCast Portland. Let's face it, sometimes bad stuff happens. A serious injury, a catastrophic accident, even a wrongful death. It can really turn your world upside down. And when it does, you deserve unwavering support from a dedicated team. Yeah, you need a lawyer. Diamore Law Group has over 30 years of experience protecting the rights of Oregonians. Their team of skilled attorneys, led by the renowned trial lawyer Tom Diamore, will work tirelessly to make sure your voice is heard and your rights are protected. Here's what one of his clients said. Tom fights for his clients from the first day they meet him through the last day of trial. So if you need help holding those responsible for your injuries accountable, contact Diamore Law Group at 503-222-6333 or visit diamorelaw.com to schedule a free consultation. They're committed to fighting for the justice and compensation you deserve right here in Portland. Final quadrant. What about the Northwest? Um, okay, so my move here, again, treat yourself. Um, I had such a delightful Monday night once where I, like, walked into St. Jack and sat at the bar. And mm-hmm. I got myself, like, a really dirty martini and, like, an order of their poached shrimp with the vada von aioli Ooh. and, like, steak fruit. And, like, it brought me back to when I was a little kid. My mom was a psychologist. My dad worked in Chicago. It was like just the two of us. She had to do case notes. And like, instead of doing the Wendy's drive-thru, sometimes she would go and she would take us to this place in Eugene called Marche. And we would get like, we would like treat ourselves to a little Monday night dinner. And it was just like this little slice of luxury. And like, it's just, it feels like what, a five-year-old thinks adulthood is like you know what I mean so I just that's probably my move uh, for Northwest Portland on a Monday nice anything else yeah I think okay so like let's say you're like okay that's all fine and good Brooke but I like need something that's gonna like make me feel good and like I'm not looking for anything overly fancy I just want like good food I ate my weight in mama bird through the early pandemic as takeout. And then we would like go mm-hmm. and mama bird is like one of those restaurants that is so underrated for just like consistency and deliciousness. Hmm. You get this like pineapple brined grilled chicken it has like all that char on it. It's really beautiful and delicious. And you get like a bunch of different sauces and it's just like really tasty Monday night dinner. You know what I mean? It, it's health. I, I'm always like, I, I resent a little bit of the like, oh, healthy BS, but it is like it's you're eating protein and, and vegetables. It, it feels good. You feel good eating it. Um, and it tastes really good. I just looked at every picture that they have out and yeah. I want to go there so bad. It's this looks so like nice. exactly yeah. what I would want on a Monday night. It's good. Highly recommend it. Brooke, I wanted to end this uh, interview a little differently. For those who don't know, Brooke is one of our contributors. She's on the show very often. Um, I'm always asking questions. Brooks, do you, Brooks, Br- multiple Brooke. Do you have any questions for me? Wow, what a fun way to end this. Um, I feel like a job. We're in, are we in a job interview? Um, I don't know. What are your go tos on a Monday night? Do you have favorites that you are in your regular rotation? I think that because of where I live, my options are limited. Pasta Fichel, though, used to be my Monday night. 
So mm-hmm. imagine that being ripped away from you. Oh, devastating. So now on Mondays, I, I'm just a lost, hungry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Sad. <laughs> just walking around, looking for things. I mean, there's only so many days I can eat at Slim's. I love Slim's. I was about to say, what about your beloved Slim's? <laughs> I love Slim's, but there's just so many There's so many days that I can just like yeah. eat the burger or have the agadashi tofu. But you know what, though? It always like... It's always clutch. I'm sorry. There's agadashi tofu at Slim's. Okay, Brooke. <laughs> <laughs> we need to go. I'm you need sorry. to go. Well, you just come to Slim's because I feel like you've you've turned up your nose at Slim's <gasps> enough to. You have turned up your nose at Slim's. <laughs> okay, okay. We will go. We will get agadashi tofu, I guess, and <laughs> I won't do my usual thing at Slim's. How about that? What is your usual thing at Slim's? I had like a shot and a beer and a burger. Oh, yeah, I mean, that's solid, yeah. Well, that makes me happy. Maybe one Monday you can make the trek. You can schlep all the way up here. And I will buy you your agadashi tofu. <gasps> wow. This is exciting. Brooke, thank you so much. As always, always a pleasure. Um, thank you for putting up with me. Mm, same to you, baby. <laughs> <laughs> And now for your microdose of news. The Democratic Party of Oregon has returned its largest donation ever. You might remember last year the party received $500,000 from an executive at the cryptocurrency exchange FTX. Then that company went bankrupt in a very dramatic way. Last week, the party handed the money over to the feds who are overseeing assets as part of that bankruptcy case. And just 40% of Oregon third graders are testing proficient in math and reading on standardized tests this spring, according to unofficial statewide results. That's a single percentage point higher than last year, but still quite a bit lower than before the pandemic. The lack of progress is in line with what's happening nationally, even as there's been major federal investment alongside state education dollars. For even more local news and events, sign up for our daily newsletter, Hey Portland. We'll throw a link in the show notes. That's all for today here on CityCast Portland. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more from around the city. Until then, see you at Slim's.